0: How's it going everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast and let's jump into today's subject. So, um, I'm not going to lie. Like I I would be probably a master chef by now. I would probably be someone that, that owns a massive house. Um, I, I lie when I say like, I, I don't want like a, a big place, uh, to myself. I think everyone kind of dreams of having like a mansion and, and I think it would be perplexing if no one really thought that one day they would trade like being in a small shack and, and not being in a big place. But um, none of these things, w- none of these things would, would ever occur without the creation of some kind of way to automate cleaning. I cannot stand cleaning. It is like one of, I do it. I have to do it. It's the only reason I don't want. It's like probably my main reason for why I don't want a big house. Like I'm alright with having like a small place, and the reason my justification is that uh, I don't demand a big space, but I wouldn't mind having a bigger space because that means I can just do extra things inside. Like I can grow my place to be, or I can like add like certain things in one room and the other room, like I could make a room, a game room, a game, like a, uh, an office for my wife and, and like how we're doing it now in this four bedroom house that we're in and have like a, a room for my, my daughter, have another room for guests, have another room for whatever. Like I wouldn't mind having a million rooms. The issue is cleaning, cleaning a big place. It is so frustrating. Even with two people doing it, Like, you're still delegating one person gets one floor, the other person gets the other floor. Um, It's, like, how, how we do it. I don't really like cleaning. There is exceptions. Like, when it comes to, like, our bedroom, like, we'll work together to clean, like, the stuff in our room. But, like, most of the time, like, when it comes to, like, cleaning, like, the general areas, it's easier, like, if one person does one area and the other person does the other area. I feel like, I don't feel like it it helps when both people are working on the same thing. Either way though, for both my wife and I, I know for a fact that we just cannot stand cleaning. She doesn't, she like, she tells me that if I cook, which I love to cook, um, and I've grown to enjoy doing more cooking in recent times, that she'll, um, she'll do like the dishes. But I know she's not happy about doing that. I'm not happy about doing dishes. I know she would probably be more, Um, like right now she's, she's doing a lot of research on like nutrition and, and learning new recipes. And, uh, I know like she would love to do what I do, just like spend time in the kitchen bomb blasting the whole thing. I just made up a word (laughs) with just like the, the, uh, the most awesome recipes ever made. But the thing is, is like, obviously the more complex a dish is, that means there's probably that much more stuff that you just have to take care of after the fact. And I've had a few friends in my life that don't mind doing all of that. Like they don't mind cleaning and then cleaning or uh, cooking and then cleaning up after the fact. But they're like a dime in a dozen. I'm talking about for both men and women. It's like very rare to find someone that appreciates doing both aspects. Like I can see in their eyes that it's therapeutic to clean after the fact. For me, it's not. I cannot stand it. Like dust. I cannot stand dust. Living in the desert, the place becomes even more dust. Like full of dust because you get like the sand particles that make it into your house. So dust is like a major component. I watched a video from um, one of my favorite YouTube channels called Veritasium actually. The most recent one was on dust, like what makes up dust and a, a good portion of it is dead skin cells, but it's also made up of a lot of other stuff as well that just gets thrown into the mix. And then that's what you see when you're cleaning up and dusting everywhere. And I cannot stand dust. Um, it is like one of my the i that and hair. Like if you live in a house full of women, then you probably know what I'm talking about. And even us guys, we shed a hair as well. But just having like when you're done, everyone knows this. Like when you're done like vacuuming and things of that nature, like after like a few times of doing it, you have to go in there and like remove the the like the lint ro- or like the roller from the vacuum. And I have a, I have one that's actually easy to do. It's super simple. I have, like, a really nice vacuum. But still, it's, like, it's annoying to have to deal with all of that. Like, having to put gloves on and, and having to, to cope with, like, getting your hands in there and getting all this gunk out. And I just, I can't stand it. Like, I, I, I hate dirtiness. But at the same time, I hate cleaning all the time. Like, the only way you can eradicate seeing all this stuff every single day is, like, having to clean every day. And I do not believe in, in, in paying someone money to to be my housemaid to to clean after me. That is like that would be the shittiest job in my opinion to have. Like to people that do that, that work or make a living like cleaning after other people, you'd I always every time I see you, I give you the most respect to people in the bathrooms and public areas that that clean up after people. You know, I make sure that you might look at me differently, but like if I ever make uh, a spill or something, I'll get in there and and clean a public toilet. Like if I dribble somewhere or whatever, uh, because I just I don't want to be that person that leaves a mess for someone else to have to clean up, even if it's if they get paid for it. And even if you want to make the argument that they get paid more than the average person, which they don't. It just sucks seeing like I like I've talked to a lot of these people as well. Like I'll get into conversations with them. And especially when I see someone that like literally leaves a mess after themselves and I see someone having to come in and clean up. And I like tell them like, you know, it sucks that you have to go through that and I'll try to like help them. But most of the time, like seven out of ten times, most of these people do not want me to help them out um, because of the fact that, you know, they just it's their job to kind of be highly customer service based and, and make sure they don't want to, I, I feel like they get like the impression that I would leave like a, a negative review if or, or I don't know what goes to people's minds, but most of the time they're hesitant about allowing someone to help them out. And when I tell them, I'm like, that sucks. Like, you know, you already have enough to deal with every single day, having to come in and having to do just general cleaning period that to have to clean up an extra mess because someone is a, a piece of shit and, and, and that's what you are. If you're one of those people, you're a piece of shit. Like if you're the type of person that, you know, dries up their hands and, and tries to make a, a awesome, like swish into a trash can and leaves a paper towel on the ground and has someone else that cleaned up after you, or if you piss with the toilet seat up or down and you piss all over the toilet seat and you don't wipe it down or you you purposely aim like i've seen it all i've heard all the different stories i've seen you know people leave all the the shit trash everywhere like if that's you fuck you like seriously don't like i don't even want you to be a part of like this podcast or to listen to this because again you're the type of person that just is uh neglects other people and doesn't care for other people and, and you think that somehow your shit is, is worth other people to have to clean up after. And I don't want that type of person to be my listener. You're probably going to be the toxic person that leaves a negative comment anyway. So go ahead and leave your negative comment and then just don't don't come back, honestly. Because I can't stand people that do that. So personally for me, I will never have a maid. As much as it's like a dream of mine to have something clean up after messes. I have to wait until Roomba comes out with Roomba 5 billion that I can walk around and pick up and, and clean up after me. And even as a robot, I would feel bad if, it, if I saw it doing all the time. So I would definitely try to take care of a robot. I don't know. It's just like having someone else clean up after me, just I don't like that idea. And um, because I don't like cleaning up after people. I don't like people cleaning up after me. And so I tend to be a very disorganized person. Like what you see here in this vicinity right now looks organized. But like if I had this camera look everywhere everywhere else, it is hectic. But it's my hectic. It's my mess. I organize it at my own time. But I try to go like in other areas where I like will use things. I'll try my best to kind of keep it clean as best as I can. But I'm not even perfect at that either. Sometimes I'm busy. I have to do things. I'll leave stuff in the sink. And, um, luckily my wife is, is, is great at like, you know, cleaning up sometimes. Um, but I don't even expect her to do that. Like when I get free time, I'll go back and clean, but she's just that type of person that likes to clean up sometimes. Um, but I, you know, in in return, I want to make sure that I'm the person that's cooking and, and, and doing all of that. I just, I, I just hate cleaning up. And so, yes, would I love to have a big house? Would I love to have a room for every single friend of mine to come and stay and crash with me when the pandemic is over, of course. But I love to to be Gordon Ramsay and, and turn my kitchen into the hell's kitchen and cook whatever I want, of course. But I'm not going to because I know with both things, it requires more cleaning and I'm not going to put out my wife to do that. I'm not going to expect myself to do it because we already waste enough time of our day sleeping, which is a good six to eight hours a day, that's a third of your day already gone to just sleeping. And I understand like the benefits of sleeping and everything of that nature. It's like, it's, it's great for you for your health and everything you need sleep. But if scientists could figure out a way to like cut our sleep time in half and still maintain that same level of health benefits. Oh my God, sign me up. Like that would give me extra time to do whatever I want to do in that time. But like spending my time doing something I don't enjoy is not what I like to do. So like I you could you could judge me all day long about like, you know, watching YouTube, learning and and watching funny videos, watching movies, playing video games, doing my podcast, doing my work. But those are all things that I enjoy. Those are things that like I want to spend my time doing, spending time with my daughter, spending time with my wife. Cleaning is not a thing I enjoy. I do not enjoy it whatsoever. And so like spending time having to do it is always frustrating to those. And my friends that I've tried to like, uh, be like, Hey dude, like try to change your mindset around it. I've tried, trust me. I've tried many times. I tried putting on music. I've tried like, uh, cleaning up after every instance of like, after using something, I just, I don't like the, 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 the structure. I'm not a, a big fan of structure most of the time and developing a structure around something I don't enjoy is just I just can't grasp it. And then like trying to distract myself with like audio things, I just it sometimes works. Like if I'm like getting like if I want to go and clean, I'll throw something on and then listen to it while I'm cleaning. But I can't just like be like, oh, every single day throw on some a podcast or throw on some music or throw on a YouTube video. And clean 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 no i'm not gonna do that it's it's it just helps distract me from the thing i ha- things i hate when i do it like once every week or so but um yeah i just it's a shitty part of life to be honest you know even when you grow up when you're a kid and you realize like your parents what they did for you to, to you know maintain and clean up after you for so long and finally they tied what the, what you wanted to making sure you got uh, chores done um that's from the moment that you started to hate the idea of doing things because you you feel like you would rather do something else but you you realize that in the in the scope of doing those things that this is kind of preparing you for as you got older like you're not going to have your parents there to clean up after you you immature kid uh like this is, you're not going to have, you're not going to view people as, as uh, like people that are just going to take care of everything in front of you. So I'm glad that I wasn't raised that way. And I was, I, I was told to do chores and things of that nature when I was a kid. Um, Honestly, my family didn't have to do that, but especially with my mom, my mom is a clean fanatic and, and she loves doing all this stuff. I don't know how I didn't get that from her. I don't think my brother got that from her, but my brother is definitely more, I don't know, like. He lives such a simple life. You know, I enjoy my brother. He really just has a structure to every single day. And, and it's... um. He doesn't add a lot of things into his life. I feel like the more things I add into my life, the more cleaning I have to do. And so, um, yes, I want a small house that I can just clean in, in an hour. The whole house in an hour. Just boom, 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 clean up. I want to have every electronic device that I could purchase that does all the self-cleaning and sanitation and anything that makes my job a lot easier when it comes to cleaning nonstick pots nonstick silverware I mean hit me with it I don't even know why there's technology right now where you can spray a, a um, it's not even chemical it's like a they've been able to take a um, a oily substance. I don't know what it is specifically. Don't quote me on this, but there's a plant that is able to produce like um, a water resistant film. Naturally, it's what it does. And, and people have been able to kind of um, synthesize that compound and apply it to things. So that's when you see like people that those YouTube videos where people apply this stuff on like clothes and stuff and you could go into water, they apply it to like their skin and you could apply it to like wherever and essentially um, like the, the water just like comes right off. And so my idea is that like why can't you put that on silverware and plates? I don't know if it's because it's slippery and it's a liability, I guess, if you apply those things. But it doesn't look like it when I see YouTube videos of people putting these things on. Um, by the way, I wanted to wear these during the podcast. My mom uh, actually got me. Some blue light glasses, uh, which was adorable for her to do that for me. I could have got them myself. Uh, But they don't look great on the podcast. (laughs) So um, they they work. I mean, I've been turning on the blue light filter on all my stuff anyways. But it kind of like blue light filters everything else around me. So I, I spent the day. And it's actually funny. In the camera, you could see the film. But like in person, like when I look at them, they don't look. Like that tint, it's weird. It's funny how that works. But um, that's the camera picking up the fact that it's it's blocking out that blue light. And so you're seeing that as well. But uh, I'm not going to record my podcast in it. It looks weird. I'm not going to put like blue lenses on my face. But my wife was like, hey, you look good in glasses. And it reminded me of like the days when I used to wear glasses before I got LASIK done. I need to do a podcast on that experience, by the way. I had LASIK done six years ago, seven years ago. Man, that was an insane experience. Probably one of the... I don't even know how to describe that. Probably, yeah, like the most... In, one of the most interesting things that ever happened in my life. The way the procedure works and everything. If you talk to people that... And I went to like one of the best doctors in Florida. I got like a really great deal because um, my... Like a, a second father to me, him and his entire family got LASIK done. Um, And so... The doctor that they went through, you know, pretty much gave me a super great deal, which was still expensive, but it was a great discount for that doctor because I have like a lifetime warranty on my eyes now. And I had like 2,100 vision. So the higher the second number is, the the worse your vision is when it comes to far distance. And so what that meant was that I had to be 20, I think the way it works is like I had to be 20 feet away from something that a person a hundred feet away could still see. So, uh, but I improved my vision uh, after the LASIK. They improved it not to 2020, but 2015, which means that at 15 feet, I can see what people see. um, Right. At 20. Oh no, sorry. So at 20 feet, I can see what it takes someone to be 15 feet close to that object. I can see at 20 feet. So I have an additional five feet away from something. So um, I have a good um, a good vision after the LASIK procedure. But where um, I don't even know where I was going with that, actually. I just brain farted on, on talking about that. That is so funny. That's the first time I've brain farted on my podcast. Um, anyways, the the whole uh, – so I'm not going to wear it. Oh, that's what it was. So, like, this reminded me of wearing, uh, wearing glasses before I had LASIK done. But, um, outside of that, we'll talk about that another time. That experience was, was insane. And yeah, I just, today I was thinking because I'm, I'm, it's about to come that part of the, of the week where I'm going to have to clean up, do like a thorough cleaning of the whole house. And I'm not looking forward to it. And I also dread the fact that Roomba or some Japanese or American company hasn't created, Uh, a robot yet that I can, uh, I would honestly, I'm not lying when I say this, I would spend, I would easily spend, like if this robot had a good warranty, like if it had like a 10-year warranty and that warranty included like a a technician to come and repair the robot, if anything ever happened to it, I would spend up to 15, maybe up to $20,000 for a robot that could clean my house, be a person pretty much and clean up everything. Oh, easy. I I, like if I had a warranty, like a great warranty on that robot, I would figure out a way to finance it. Honestly, I would, if I could finance it like a car, you know, give me that 250 month, $250 a month payment or $300 a month payment. And, and let me, (laughs) please, I would pay $300 a month for five years. I would finance that sucker to have a robot that cleaned up after me and cleaned the house. Oh, the dream. Why haven't we gotten there yet? I don't know why. I don't know. I know it's possible. I definitely know it's possible. Elon, please. Oh my God. I will, I will change back to believing that you're such a great person. If you do that for us in society, if that's the last thing you work on, you know, please be that. Outside of that, you're a shitty boss. And I don't know how you just today got valued as the third richest person in the world owning a company that barely generates profits. But um, anyways, thank you guys for hearing me rant about cleaning. I know it's on everyone's mind when that day of the week comes or that day of the month comes that you do a thorough cleaning. We all dread it. If you're one of those weird people that don't dread it, I mean, you're not weird. Kudos to you but I don't know how you do it. But anyways, thank you guys so much for hearing me talk about that. I look forward to talking to you guys. Manana, peace.